Hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. I'm Evan Novi Williams. And I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. Today, we begin with Uber, and they are paying people to get their service for tonight's Caps game. Well, first of all, good luck to the Caps, good luck to both teams. But this is really interesting because there is a, how can I say this, Uh, an eyebrow raiser for who sponsored uh, some of these uh, Uber funds. Before we even get there, Bar, though, you know why you're a professional? You hit with the emphasis in, in your tag earlier where we explore the big money issues. And I would have hit the big, never thinking the emphasis on the we would work. But that's a better way to go. It sounds very good. We right. are our team. I, yeah, but I still wouldn't think to hit the we the way you hit the we. Which the, is why we need you, not so much him. I, <laughs> I always hit the money. <laughs> but it sounded very good. I just want to let you know, I never would have thought of hitting the we. We, we but, are but, a team. Yes. There's an E in team. The capitals are a team. I'm going to get us back on track because I took us off. But the capitals, here's the problem. If you live in D.C., the metro shuts down early. And if you go to a game, you can't get home on the metro. That's always been the problem. has Nationals games. Now the capitals, too, are finding. And you know a lot of these games go slow. They go overtime. What if you can't get home? So they need people to step up and pay to keep the metro open another hour. It's about $100,000 an hour, right, Evan? That's what it was? Mm-hmm. $100,000 an hour. And Uber is saying, we'll do it following Qatar. But they couldn't do it directly. They had to make a deal indirectly to make it happen. Everything about this story is bizarre. I, I will open by saying that as a New Yorker who complains about his own subway system a lot, uh, I apologize to the MTA uh, because this situation <laughs> least, seems a lot well, worse. Well, what would you rather have? Would you rather know it's closed and then you have to make alternate plans or would you rather scurry down because you think you're going to make it home and have no train service? I would rather have the option of waiting for a, a discounted waiting ride as opposed to having to buy a cab, okay. for sure. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, this is a problem that DC's had for a while. They had it for the national playoff games. Why don't they just uh, figure out season. game day service, especially postseason? It costs, oh, you're it, getting logical. And a, a part of this, we don't really understand the economics of how the Metro works, but if it's $100,000 for an extra hour and you're assuming there's how many possibly riders? tens of thousands of people that might use it Charge if extra. you left it open... Add an extra dollar to their so fare. If, if, you on the, if you swipe a card or if you go through after a certain time, it's an extra buck. If you have 25,000 people right, that are using it, make it a $4 ride. I did, you I come did, out you did that math, right? I did do that, that math right there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this makes sense for Uber. It's a nice little marketing thing. I'm sure they're they're currying favor with, with residents. In and DC. why is that important, Evan? And we haven't discussed this. <laughs> hmm. uh, well, there is a tax initiative uh, on the ballot in uh, D.C. that, that uh, may be raising the rideshare uh, prices. You know, so you could argue that this might be a a, a little uh, PR political move as well. Uh, Uber might get a lift in their nice. effort. Thank you very oh, much. Thank you I, not a you very much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here all morning. Uh, there's no we and Scott, man. <laughs> One other thing I'll toss out there: why, I, why wouldn't Le- Leonce's family? Why wouldn't Ted put up the money for that? I mean, it it obviously it's the kind of thing that makes fans thrilled. Yeah. Um, there are people being stranded because the team is 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 playing games. Oh, because uh, because we're playing, they're not getting saying stranded. it's not saying it's his fault, but it is directly related. It just seems like the kind of thing that that maybe an ownership group would be interested in doing. I'd and like I'm to surprised see them, I haven't all seen all the ownership groups to get together and say we're in this together. You're our fans because if I'm a if I'm a sure. Caps fan, I'm a Nats fan, I'm a I'm a Redskins fan. 
we're, we're in this together. Let's all get together and solve this problem. But I got to backtrack because I think one of the things that strikes me about this story is Qatar yeah. had, had put a sponsor. I, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. It's Qatar stepping in to say, you know, we'll, we'll do it. And, you know, there's some controversy with Qatar hosting the World Cup. So they're looking for some good PR as well. It may have been done through their airline as well, which is, I mean, it's just a chance. It's a marketing move, right? Yeah. It's a chance to get your, your name out there in a, in a way that's associated positively with tons of sports fans in the D.C. area. By the way, we know who the Caps or or hopefully if they continue on, like many people in Washington would like, who they're going to play. They're going to play the Golden Knights' first-year expansion team, and they are in the show. Oh, my, those long-suffering Knights fans. Now, now I mean, I've never seen anything like this. You had mentioned earlier about the the Blues, but I, I can't eat, but it wasn't this quick. No, this is, this is a surprise, and obviously it's not – Let's keep it in perspective. Let's go global. It's not Leicester winning the EPL. They were, let's put it in, in Vegas terms, they were 5,000 yeah. to one, and the Knights were 500 to one. That's a big difference. You've got, but give them credit. They did a great job, obviously, of putting this roster together. Shame on the general managers around the NHL who enabled this much talent, I guess, to walk or be somewhere else. And Mark andre Fleury is flourishing the flower in the in that it's it's a good story they made a lot of people look stupid and not just the opposing general managers yeah. as scott mentioned uh media folks you know if you if you look back on season previews from a year ago yeah. people were wondering if this team was going to set the record for least amount of games yeah. won i mean it's not just that, that that gms screwed up a lot of people got this wrong it does make you wonder they they changed the franchise drafting rules differently from from when the Previous, Predators came yeah. in to make it a little easier to compete in your first year. Compete, I, not win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> exactly, and I do wonder if, if we have a Seattle franchise or maybe another franchise coming on board in the next couple of years, if we we may see a softening uh, of those What are they rules. worth now? What do you think? They paid they paid five hundred. Bill Foley paid five hundred million for his team, which is laughable. But he now play, but he plays this in this great building. Yeah, partnered with AEG. They've got. It seems. Remember, everybody's wondering about the fan base. They have. A, they show up. It's a great show. You know, we've talked about that on on this show. I wonder what the Knights would go for on the open market right now. Somebody going to pony up considerably more? No, no, no. They're not going for a billion. I wouldn't say a billion. I, no. Why, why not? Because that's, I mean, the, the economics just don't <laughs> no. justify a billion dollars. <laughs> because it's no, I, I mean, no, no, wait a minute. I, 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 I think you could get a billion. In because... today's show of irrational valuations. <laughs> Sorry, Michael Barr, yes. <laughs> don't yield curve me. <laughs> no, it's a hockey stick curve. There we go. That's what no, you want. I, You're going for a hockey stick. I, I, I still, I, yes, it's hockey. But think about it. You got location. You're in Las Vegas. You have a winning team. You're always going to have this fan base now. Yeah, but you still have to have the revenue to guarantee them. I mean, the NHL's broadcast contract is not the NFL's. I mean, they they do have a smaller broadcast contract. And you got to be careful with they have a good team. I mean, oftentimes that does not directly correlate to the value of the franchise. And if you have a team that's this good in their first year, you certainly wonder what happens year four well, or I've five had when I've the had team is not good. I've talked with people wondering, is this a good or a bad thing? We, we asked that. Uh, of uh, the, the team executives that yeah. we've talked to. Is, is this good or bad? You're, you're so good. What happens next year if you miss the playoffs? Do team do fans say, oh, the heck with this? Like, this isn't exciting. I mean, we just came off the cup. 
It, you want them to be competitive, yeah. Did you want them to get to the Stanley? If they win the Stanley Cup, there's nowhere to go but down. So you're saying that and they're going to be And there's a lot sport. of way down. Yeah, yeah there's, those, a, way, there's a lot of way to go down. If you've ever seen a bad hockey team for a full season, do you really? I mean, after this, that would be tough. Oh, I've Agreed. seen some bad hockey teams, but I won't go there. Uh, let's go to Justify. My goodness. Wins the Preakness, and now we're talking about the Triple Crown. Yeah, this is a, another Bob Baffert horse. No surprise. He's the the Hall of Fame trainer who also trained American Pharaoh, the horse that won the Triple Crown a couple years ago. My thoughts on this, it feels kind of like if the Cubs made the World Series again this year. You know, the drought was broken. The thing that everybody was waiting for to happen finally happened. And now I'm not that interested in, in a Triple Crown anymore. You know, now that I've seen it, I was there when, when American Pharaoh won. I saw right, horse racing fans. <laughs> crying because they never thought they'd see it again in their lifetime i don't know it doesn't My it doesn't do it for me and i'm not going to pretend bar you're going to like this i'm not going to pretend to know a lot about horse racing because i do not but i am going to read something directly from a story that i that i did see i, I wish i would have printed out the whole thing because i would have credited where it's from but i want you guys to you know tell the audience that i'm being true i just printed out a paragraph so i'm not really sure what the source of this is but it was a reputable source i can tell you that ready for this justifies ownership group and stop me if you guys know this Windstar Farm, China Horse Club, Head of Plains Partners, and Starlight Racing. I don't know any of that. That's fine. But you ready for that? Here's the important part. That same ownership group also owns the third-place derby finisher, Audible, which folks in racing say could be Justify's biggest foe in the Belmont. Well, and now they may not race that horse, giving Justify a better chance at winning. You know, there are that two things sense. that are common with Justify's win in the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness, it was like, you talk about breaking the drought, both on muddy tracks. And my goodness, at, at Pimlico, man, it, it looked like they were racing on peanut butter out there. Right, but do, I mean, where is the sense of competition? Do you race the other horse? Do you not? Because the money, if this horse wins the Triple Crown, obviously you make your money in stud fees. So from an economic standpoint, are you incentivized to sit this other horse which may be the best competition. Well, yeah. Absolutely yeah. incentivized. You're just yeah. making it easier for this horse to win the Triple Crown. I'm not racing that, that third-place horse You're if not? I'm them. No, when, there, when there's this much oh. money on the line, when the, the stud fees for or, or this you, horse Or you race and you tell the jockey father. to pull the, pull the reins a little bit. Don't, yeah. don't let it go. I don't know. This just seems like if you're going to do it, it's supposed to be something special. Well, hey. Bar, get ready. In NASCAR, there oh, are oh, boy. on the oh, track boy. at any given right. moment, there are teams and there are groups that are working together. I'm not going to say that in NASCAR you wouldn't race uh, a car if you were hoping to get your other driver onto the podium, but they work together. I mean, if this is the same ownership group. Three can... words for you, Eben Novi Williams. How's NASCAR doing? Hey, how, man. How's right, horse racing to, doing? I had to. How's horse racing right, doing? Right, so even the Triple Crown didn't do it. That's why you got to put your best out there and let's see what happens. I don't think not oh. racing that third horse is going to have any material impact on the general Send all of your email thing. to William at Bloomberg.net. <laughs> he, he will forward to me because I'm not interested. Please hey, do. Hey, here it is. Audible. Say what? Oh. You get to oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. Shut up. All right, we're moving right along. I thought oh, we were doing such a good job of building an audience for this show. You single-handedly set us back. I thought it was. Can clever. we cut that and post it? <laughs> yeah, Medina. If you're still awake on the other side of the glass, that goes. By the way, a salute to Medina. I just want an extraordinary producer. Yes, we can, we can all agree on that. Unlike your 
comments. Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> I thought it was clever. Uh, anyway, it was uh, Steph Curry and the PGA. Yeah, he's getting us working on anyway, sponsoring a PGA Tour event that will benefit his charity. I mean, we know the guy loves golf. But, and he's very good at it, and he's very good at it. Yeah. Does this? What's the? Is there a long-term play here? The, the Steph Curry invitation. Like, what's the long-term play here? It's just something he wants to do, be associated with golf even more. Yeah, I think for him, maybe it's just a chance to to get deeper into the sport from the professional ranks for the sport and for the PGA. I mean, I that's think a no-brainer for yeah, the PGA. It's a, yeah, it's a yeah. no-brainer. It's a chance to reach a, a different kind of demographic, maybe a younger demographic. It gives you a cool factor that yeah, that think golf of all the, like does Durant show up right and take now. some hacks, right? Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. There, there's a lot of potential there. Um, and and look, I mean, Steph's not if he gets this, he's not going to be the first celebrity to host one. I mean, Bob yeah. Hope did it for so long. There's a number of yeah. other athletes that I didn't even think Novi Williams would know who Bob Hope was. Bob Hope Classic. <laughs> yeah, I know, Bob but Hope did Classic. you do you know who Bob Hope? I do know. Was? I do, okay. I do. Yeah, I, I, yeah, we know. I just didn't think you would know the Bob Hope. Classic. I'm impressed. Man. Yeah, me That's too. Good. Dinah Shore. You know Dinah Shore? Uh, vaguely. Big LPGA tournament. Vague, well, no, what do you mean? You don't vaguely Shore know has a somebody. Big LP- no, I don't you know that. Oh, you either know Dinah Shore. <laughs> Okay. I, I wish you could see the look on Evan's uh, yeah. face. Just, like, just, just shut up. Paul. What's just going on here, guys? Uh, actually, he said, th- he said, "Shut up, old man." <laughs> all right, you're, go Google Dinosaur when, when we're all done here. No, it's, there's been a lot like that, and and obviously, like you said, a marriage, Steph Curry, and the PGA. You can't pass that up. Uh, how big does it go? I mean, are we talking up to the level of the Byron Nelson Classic, or are we talking something like this? Well, I believe there's a, if you look at the schedule, and this is going to happen in 2019 if it does, if you look at the fall schedule, there's one event near the Bay Area, uh, the Safeway Open, I believe. So I think the general consensus is that that's the one is this something that, that would take over. And, and I, re- I do not know. Is this one of those where Safeway said, we want out, we don't want to pay for title sponsorship anymore? That does happen. That's and then, you need, then you, need no fill, you need to fill a void? I, I don't know either. Sure. But if, if that is true yeah. and you filled it with Steph, with Curry, Steph Curry, that seems like a great a, a great result. Good, good brand name to be associated exactly. with. This is one of those things where even the Pro-Am could draw a lot. Because what if you get a whole bunch of... I'd rather this be a Pro-Am. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah I, I, I would like to see that. Yeah, Bloomberg's own Peter Grauer. I know he used to play with Mickelson in the pro in the pro am. So we'll see if we get him out there. And ha- why not Bloomberg's own Evan Novi Williams? You can go no. too. You're just not getting Steph. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, Fair. You, that's fine. You're just not getting hooked up with Me Steph. And Jeff Green. There you go. No way. Let's, let's take shots at Jeff Green. Who's wow. the guy that said uh, for the Knicks a long time ago the ship be sinking? <laughs> Michael Ray? Yeah, Michael Ray. Yeah. That, that's who you're going to get, man. Yeah, the, 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 I believe uh, that was the Nets. The ship be sinking. The ship be sinking. Yeah. Uh, that, the best quote in sports ever. I um, I agree with you. <laughs> that was the shut up, old man, and close out the show, <laughs> which is what I'll do. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Soschnick and Eben Novi williams We are here each and every Monday and Friday exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with professional lacrosse player Paul Rabel. You're listening to Bloomberg Business and Sports on Bloomberg Radio, around the world and online as an Apple podcast on iTunes.